Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan, for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is July 23rd, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh... Lead-off segment is entitled, China Rules the USA. And uh, this this segment comes off the heels of a uh, Netflix docu-series that I watched called Rotten. And it just shows you just all the different things that China has their hand in when it comes to the united states and it's just i mean anything you can think of vehicles food clothes um electronics um um i mean anything um i mean building supplies um auto parts um just I mean it's just crazy you know your 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 tools your you know your vitamins your toys your uh furniture I mean just anything locks you know tape you know cleaning supplies I mean it's just it it's crazy how much this country has outsourced everything like literally everything in walmart is from china there's very few things in walmart that are made in the usa and uh you know i don't i don't want to get in trouble for saying their name on this podcast so i hope they're not listening but i'm just stating facts i'm not saying anything negative um it's scary man that uh china has a stranglehold on this country we we have to get back to a point where we're actually making stuff in this country but it's cheaper to have it made somewhere else and bring it back here and if that's the case i say tax it as hard as you can To try to force these companies to, you know, bring those jobs back to this country. I mean, the scariest thing was like how they took over the fish market. And um, how they're trying to commercialize the the uh, oceans. Um, And just tilapia. Tilapia is a. Uh, I don't know clone genetically clone fish it's not like a real fish um, I quit eating it a long time ago when I read the label and said uh, it had carbon monoxide in it used to keep it uh, frozen or whatever it was so I've been stopped eating it I used to be like a real um uh, big tilapia eater but 
Um, it's just scary, man. And then they just closed this U.S. I mean, uh, China consulate in Houston, Texas, because they were allegedly spying on us. It just, it just, you destroy your competition or your opponent from within. And it just seems like that's what China's doing to us. So let me know what you think about that segment. And I apologize in advance if my voice sounds monotone and depressed. Uh, I don't feel that way, but it is what it is. Uh, so let me know what you think about this uh, first segment. Uh, next segment, revisiting COVID-19. And, you know, COVID-19 dominated this podcast for hell four months um and i just really this whole month and summer last month i just took a break because it was just like you know covid19 on the brain you know um i'm looking at the stats now four million Confirmed cases, 1.2 recovered, 145,000 deaths. Uh, where I live, 823 cases confirmed today. 19 deaths today. So, um, it's, it's scary, man. It's scary. Um, you know, I want to go into work and do overtime, but it's just, it's so damn risky you know, you just, you don't even, I don't even want to go in and do the regular shift. Hell, I'm trying to uh, change to a stay-at-home job. Because you just never know. Um, you just never know. I try to be as clean as possible, wear a mask, do all that stuff. and You know, it's worked thus far. But you just never know when it's your time, you know. Um, I'm still very skeptical on the vaccine. Uh, very skeptical on the vaccine. I don't know what's in it. I'm not a scientist. Um, you know, even if you tell me what's in it, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you're telling me the truth. I've just I don't have a lot of faith in vaccines. Um, I think vaccines make kids when they inject these babies with vaccines. I think they the vaccines make these kids autistic. Um, you know, that's just how I feel about it. Um so do your research man on flu and respiratory like viruses and come up with a game plan to keep yourself healthy um moving on to the florida state stuff and again i am not depressed or unhappy i'm just that's just how i talk this is just how i talk man i if I come on here and try to sound bubbly, I probably <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been able to do 236 episodes. It's just real talk. I just I just have to do this my way. So, 
Um, cause, and the reason why I keep saying that I've had some people inbox me saying, uh, I need to try to brighten my tone up. I'm trying, I'm trying. All right. So getting to the Florida state stuff besides, uh, Marvin Wilson and Tamori and Terry, does anyone else scare opponents? Um, I think Joshua Kando and Janoris Robinson would probably be my next defenders that I would game plan for. Because Joshua Kando was actually coming into his own in his defense before he got hurt. And he's now he's moving back to his natural position of defensive end. So it's going to be very, uh, if he's back from that injury 100%, I think he's going he's gonna to have a good year. I could see him being a first-round pick. You know, six, what is he, 6'8", 6'7", 6'8", 270-something pounds or whatever it is. Uh, he, 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 has a, he has pretty good talent. I like him a lot. And I think last year he kind of showed his versatility, um, being able to play outside linebacker. He's six seven, two sixty five. Okay, and he is a red shirt junior, so it's pretty safe to say if he has a pretty good year, he's gone. So. And he's a pretty good player, man. I like him a lot. Um, Janoris Robinson. Um, another pretty good defensive end. This defensive line is going to be pretty good. 6'5", 260. Um... Red shirt senior, he came back for his senior year. He said that he had some stuff that he needed to work on. Very smart for him. He came back and he's, um, you know, going to improve. Um, he's a big guy. And, um, you know, the defensive ends, man, if they can stay healthy, if the defensive line, if the starting defensive line can just stay healthy, you got enough quality backups that you can have one heck of a rotation now but to to basically to answer the question for the podcast i think uh janaris robinson and joshua kando are my next two guys that i would be afraid of on this defense all right so moving on to the next segment of this episode which is entitled who is the who is the best pro and this is NFL among Florida State, Florida State players currently. Uh, wow, I gotta think, man. Uh, I'm thinking real hard. Just probably Dalvin Cook. It's not Jameis Winston. I would say Dalvin Cook right now. He out of all the players he had the best year last year, Cam Irving and Derek Nandi got a Super Bowl ring. 
Rodney Hudson has been consistently good. Um, Ronald Darby has been pretty good. Patrick Robinson has been pretty good. Uh, uh, Mario Edwards Jr. Um, I can't think of the guy up in Chicago. Um, why does his name escape me? It was another defensive tackle. Um, we really haven't had any really Telvin Smith, but we don't know. I think he's out for the year because of legal stuff. Um, Jalen Ramsey, I'm sorry. Jalen Ramsey is probably number two behind Dalvin Cook right now. I forgot all about Jalen Ramsey. Um, I'm scanning my brain through each team. Florida State, Florida State, Florida State. I really can't think of anybody else at the moment. So I would say Dalvin Cook and Jalen Ramsey are carrying the torch right now. Uh, your boy up in uh, that played for Minnesota all those years, but is now with the uh, Colts. And his name is escaping me too. And I just did a segment on him a few weeks ago. Um, defensive back. Oh, man. My brain is just fried. But I would say those are the top three. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Jalen Ramsey, and the defensive back for the Indianapolis Colts. And I can't remember his name. So, it is what it is. Um, so, let me know what you think about that segment. All right. Final segment for this episode. Is Florida State last in the state of Florida when it comes to football? College football, that is. Um, if I'm ranking the schools right now, and it pains me to do this, I would say Florida Gators, one. Uh, Central Florida, number two. Miami, number three. Um, Florida Atlantic, five. I'm going to put them ahead of what. Florida Gators, Central Florida, Miami, what? Florida Gators, Central Florida, Miami, um, Florida Atlantic, Florida State, and then I would say FIU, and then South Florida. I would put I would put South Florida ahead of FIU. I think FIU is like the worst. So I think Florida State is number five because we suck. And we out of all these teams, we probably have the worst offensive line. So I've said this a million times, and I'll say it one more time, a million and one times. Norvell has to get these guys to play hard for complete games, not just one game, complete games. And then I think the wins will come. The wins will come. That's that's his that's gonna be his hardest thing in year one is reprogramming these guys to reestablish the winning mindset. That's what's lost, you know, with with the uh constant turnover at the head coaching position. 
we have not maintained the winning mindset that Florida State had for, you know, years and years under Bobby Bowden and a couple, several years under Jimbo Fisher. And uh, if we can reacquire that winning mindset, I think this this team can, can get back to where it was six, seven years ago. All right. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do research on vitamins. And as always, go Knowles. <laughs>